your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Hey now, welcome to Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 129. Thanks for tuning in. Todd, this is our pre-Thanksgiving episode here. You're leaving for the islands. I'm going to Olney, Maryland, right outside Washington, D.C. What island are you going to, by the way? Well, I wouldn't call Mexico an island, but oh. uh, I think there's going to be plenty of water there. All right. And, um, apparently, the beach is called, let me see if I'm getting this right, and you correct me. Please. Playa Mujeres. Playa de las Mujeres. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought it was Isla de las Mujeres. That's why I said island. Oh, Weird. no, no. All right. It's the, it's the beach filled with women. You're going I think the, that's the you're, you're, translation. You're going to the ladies' beach. Yeah, the ladies' beach. Well, Have you ever been? No, uh, I think if it was Isla de las Mujeres, yes, that's right off the coast of Can or right off the coast of Cancun, if I'm not mistaken. Booze cruise there, yeah. and then Playa de las Mujeres, I'd have to look. But regardless, I think it's a little north of Cancun. You're gonna be in blue water, the Caribbean. It's gonna be beautiful. All the Gulf of Mexico. Hey, is it dangerous down there? I would say yes. Don't like, take anything of value. <laughs> what's the status? I need to check the uh, the latest the State, uh, Department, State Department. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm sure there's an alert for that area. I'll say this, that every, when I went to Mexico, I took a nice camera. It got stolen. When Drab from Big Owen Dukes went to Mexico, his girlfriend took a nice uh, necklace, put it in the safe. It got stolen. So In the I, safe? Yes. I would say, and I'll take a page out of my brother and sister-in-law's playbook because they travel everywhere. They don't take anything nice. They don't take nice cameras. They don't take nice watches. They don't take dick. And uh, they don't do that simply because they don't want the hassle or the heartache or something silly to ruin their vacation. All right. I'm not bringing the thing. Don't bring the thing. Screw that. Don't yeah. bring the thing. Don't just bring Google Glass. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, just, nope. just, just, uh, just go for an island vacation. You can get everything there. It's all inclusive, I take it. That's how you roll? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Well, then again, you don't eat anything. Yeah. And tell your, uh, there. Tell your, Sandals, guests, shorts, your guests sun. as well because you yeah. know how they are. All right. Well, this is a tech show, so maybe we should do some tech. There's a lot of, I guess you'd say there's a lot of, like, bad tech news out there, sad tech news. Well, it's just uh, the man trying to keep everybody down. That's yeah, what it as is. You, as usual, uh, do we want to start with sad or bad? Uh, let's go with sad, and then maybe bad can become kind of the good type of bad. <laughs> I don't know. But bad isn't good. Sad news. Let's go the with sad, sad news. news is Aereo seeks bankruptcy after losing Supreme Court fight. Oh, now, man, I remember. Familiar. Yeah, I, I signed up for the beta for Aereo. Basically, what they were trying to do was stream broadcast television. Now, you know we all get broadcast television in awesome HD quality being broadcast over the air. You can buy a simple $40, $20 HD antenna, plug it in and, and you can, I actually made a DVR about it uh, uh, with it and was able to capture those signals, play them back. And uh, what they wanted to do was for people like me who, you know, I live in DC, you live in DC, yeah. uh, that maybe they're not, you know, close enough to get to, um, to get a signal. They were going to stream it over the internet. And uh it, it was quite interesting, a, quite a good idea, and uh, an exercise in challenging the regulations uh, that are out there now. Yeah. Um, and the way that they were going to kind of skirt around some of the regulations uh, was they're going to give everyone their own antenna. 
and which I thought was kind of interesting. So yeah, they're every, playing within the rules. Yeah. If, if as long as it's your antenna, <laughs> yeah. then technically you can stream it. Yeah. So that's what they were trying to do. Of course, <laughs> uh, technically speaking, I don't know if it was accurate or not. I, I don't know if it, really everyone got their antenna because I think they were like dime sized antennas and they had all these grids up on the building. Um, but that's what they were trying to do. Mm. And I applaud them for uh, trying to get 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 around some of these uh, regulations and cre- and innovate, and they won a lot of the court cases early on, um, but it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and of course, you know the cable companies were objecting. They didn't. They don't want this, and uh, so and and that's what the area was trying to do, trying to say we're not a cable company. Um, and, uh, the Supreme court ruled against them and, uh, months later, here we are and they're seeking bankruptcy. Very sad. It's sad. Uh, and to put things in perspective for anybody out there that used to, uh, listen to me beat my chest about cutting the cord. This was another step towards that, where if you had one of those antennas and you didn't have line of sight, you couldn't get the best picture. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you lived in a basement uh, condo or, or you just were on the in, inner cookie of any type of building out here, it was tough to get an antenna out the window to get a good picture. So you had to have some sort of access to the signal. If you didn't have that, this was the perfect solution and you were willing to pay $8 a month to get those, th- that broadcast, then you know, I was excited for it as well. I think, I, I think it's just they're, they're ahead of their time in my eyes. I think eventually someone's going to offer something like this probably a cable company, Todd, and um, what? make some money off of it, you know, as oh, they, as they oh. tear down. Um, I mean, that's, that's basically what cable companies do, right? Cable kind of came from the concept of I can't get uh, an antenna yes. signal. And that's where it was born, I think, somewhere in the 60s. I don't know. Uh, but that was kind of the, the first one. Uh, and, and then that's, you know, where it started. And the, I don't know. There's, they had millions there's, of dollars backing them. Tens of millions. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. And it, 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 we think about it. I think about it. I'm just like, yeah, let them stream it. It's not like, you know, those broadcasters that uh, they're still going to run ads like they weren't going to take the ads no. out. You get it for but, free anyways. That was the logic. If you get it for free anyways, what's the problem yeah. with somebody? making it accessible to those that couldn't access or maybe weren't savvy enough to say, I'm going to go get this antenna and get up on my roof so I get a signal or, or hang it out my window. It was going to be a cleaner execution, and unfortunately they came down and they said no. Though I did read in the article that initially they tried to sell the IP, and the intellectual property, and that didn't go, they didn't, no one was really going for that, and they had to file for bankruptcy. Yeah, I, I don't think technically speaking there was you know anything too difficult here uh their their challenge was all the regulation and fighting the courts and all that um and it's just i don't know it we all know everything is ending up on the internet it's all going to the internet and you know we we we're still operating under you know laws that were created pre-internet so uh it's you know it's Eventually, I think this is all gonna happen. Yeah, someone's gonna do it. Someone's gonna do just it when they eventually. Th- yeah, just not Arrow, and and someone will be able to execute in the long run. They're just ahead of their time. All right, that is the sad news. We never want to see that happen. It's almost. Uh, it's like when the government gets involved, and uh, for example, 
they they closed down their doors basically when the, the Supreme Court came down and said no they can't do this it was over and people saw it, it was just a matter of time before they declared bankruptcy yeah. what is the it's, bad news the bad news well it's kind of uh, Uber has uh, quite a PR mess on their hands and I don't know if you've been following yeah. this story this is but, wild uh, Uber uh, is has trying is, <laughs> is trying to uh, come across to the world, the press that you know we're, we've grown up, we've made mistakes, we're we're, we're good people now. And then it, actually at a function for journalists that was supposed to be off the record, uh, an Uber executive stated something he shouldn't have said, and there was one guy there that reported from BuzzFeed that reported on it, and now you know. It's kind of ironic. They were in this, we're going to come off, you know, we're going to put our best foot forward to the press and hold all these dinners and reach out and show that, you know, we're a good company. And then they really dropped the ball. And now, you know, what I see out there uh, journalistically is women are reporting on Uber. Um, it And it all, it's just... They're in trouble. This is a huge mess. They're coming off sexist. Uh, they're coming off creepy, immature. They're saying, and what this is what happened at the dinner that started I'm following, all this. Yeah, they said they could spend a million dollars and hire people to um, dig into the journalists and find dirt on them and give them a taste of their own medicine, and that's kind of what was said. And it it's just hasn't gotten any better for the, them. They're just the, digging a hole. And people uh, who are close to this story and journalists and, and people that follow tech, they have been uninstalling the app uh, because of oh, these actions, stinks. because they're being sexist towards women. Um, and, it, and it just doesn't seem to be getting any better for them. A couple things. Uh, one, as far as Uber is concerned, uh, a couple stories I read talked about how they wanted to track, they wanted to go into the records of some of these reporters' movements, as you mentioned, and try to figure out if they were doing anything illicit. Two, yeah. um, they're, they have some sort of, uh, the, the best way I could put it, I heard in, 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 in an interview where they had some sort of God software that allows them to actually go into anybody's um, type of account, even mine or yours or whoever they wanted to that used the service, and log ev all their movements. Yeah, so that's called God View. Okay. And apparently there was a party, an Uber party, where they put up on the screen God View, and it shows every Uber car and who's in it right there all on, you know, on, with this one view. And apparently when they did this, uh, I guess they highlighted, hey, check out who's in this car. And, and then one of the people at the party texted them and says, Hey, are you in uh, an Uber right now on this street? Mm. He's like, yeah, how'd you know? And so that got out, um, <laughs> they, that certain executives have access to this God view and, and people don't and like then, people knowing their business. Oh, right. right? Privacy is, yeah. is a hot topic right now. Um, and, and so <laughs> the other thing, the reporter that kind of came out and was slamming Uber they, they, uh, who was a woman, uh, Uber mentioned we kind of like they have dirt on her, like, um, and, and you know, that they were gonna, and who knows what it could be because they're tracking her movements, her Ubers, well, not anymore, 
but this whole it really got creepy there that's horrible. because it sounds like they may have some dirt on her and then it's like oh wow so what kind of dirt is it like you're taking an uber somewhere that you shouldn't a bar that maybe says something about you or a you're place. always going to a bar it could be anything right yeah, or what if it's a married person and you know every you know they're yeah. sneaking out and they're. You gotta fire that guy. Know. Sadly enough, they gotta <laughs> let him go. It, they gotta clean shop. It really raises some questions. So is Uber gonna start digging into their own data to to fight back against journalists? Who would do and, that? Who would say that they had to have been hammered? Like for some reason, <laughs> when someone's hammered or under the influence of anything, I give them a pass because I'm like, okay, they're clearly not gonna do this on their day job. But yeah, but if you have a room full of reporters, it just doesn't make sense. And you're, you're right. getting hammered, and you're just spouting off of the things how powerful you know your fourteen billion dollar company is, and we could hire four people to research all these reporters and do this and do that. Like, you're just you're just gonna get in trouble. Like yeah. the egos uh, from these people that think they can just get away with anything. Uh, I don't know how many lessons Uber needs to learn, but there's a movement of people uninstalling and just yeah. going back to Lyft. And you know what um, I'm doing right now? What are you doing? I'm making sure that my Uber app is at my front page. I'm moving it <laughs> as we speak. You know why? Because I wow. got nothing. All I have is that 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 effing car service that I take on a regular basis. Regular basis. And yes, it sucks that they're tracking people. They shouldn't be doing what they're doing, but they're better than any DC cab out here. I'll tell you that much. You're not going to uninstall it. No, I can't. By the way, I won't. The first time I, I didn't take an Uber, I took a, a DC cab instead for some ungodly reason. And the DC cabbie was awesome. He was actually very polite. He was a 10. I tipped him. I paid him in cash. Uh, he dropped me off at my place. You know what I left in the back of his, uh, of his car? Your phone. No. I left dry cleaning that included one suit from China that I'm never going to get back and one tailored dress shirt from China that I'll never get back. And I called the cab company and I said, hey, uh, this is the cab. Did you guys find anything? They found Dick. Dick. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. It's over. I see your point. You know, it just it's happened. Kind of a, it's like a two weeks necessity. Ago. However, uh, that said. Uh, there are other options out there, whether you're going to use a Lyft? car service or Lyft or, yeah. I heard Lyft is all right. Formerly known as Taxi Magic, which I think is now Curb, mm. uh, which is for taxis. But I have um, I have not uninstalled Uber, mm. uh, but I, I am getting tired of, of hearing about, uh, you know, all these stories, um, them coming out. Well, their business practices clearly, I mean, their front facing side of their company, they don't look before they were like the disruptor. They were going to change things, especially in cities but that weren't offering. They're just coming on so strong, aggressive, right? Over it, the top. Their marketing. I know people that we talked about yeah, their marketing, there, yeah. you know, where they're, they're actually, they're hiring people to make lift calls and then cancel them. They're, they're doing everything they can to cutthroat. Like, it cutthroat. Yeah. It like it's more than they should. You know, it's very aggressive well, it's with their fair, marketing, and and you know, I don't know. And then you have all these women that are like they're uninstalling the app because they don't feel safe. They don't feel safe using Uber, mm. and that's a real problem. You it know, is. and is Uber sexist? Is it, or is it another like Silicon Valley just egocentric? You know, people that 
think they own the world and can do anything. And, and it's, they've got a huge PR mess on their hands. And, and to be honest with you, I, anytime I've ever used UberX, and I stopped using it, by the way. You went straight Uber? I only use Uber now because, uh, and I think a lot of their problems are with UberX because the, the drivers, the, the, their, the quality of drivers that you get for UberX uh, you better have a health insurance policy. Yeah, I've had not those the best guys. Drivers, I that's I exclusively take UberX, and I know yes that it's going to be I, dicey at best. The the last UberX I took, and when I swore him up, he he ran a red light, and we could have been killed. Oh, like well, maybe he was I'm trying to get like, somewhere uh, somewhere fast, you know? <laughs> no, he I'll take didn't that. know. He didn't know that red meant stop. Yeah, and he crossed the street, and I'm just like, what? And I'm telling you, like. Five super fast cars came up on us mm-hmm. and slammed on the brakes and almost sideswiped us. And I'm like, are you effing kidding me? Do you know how to and drive? Do you low star them? Because some people don't have the heart to do that. You know, I, I, oh, I, I absolutely do. Okay. Good uh, but you know you what was that. interesting? Yes. You know what was interesting? I, it never prompted me for the review. And what oh, I, oh, weird. And I took a long trip. Yeah. We, we took a long trip. And I mean, we're talking out into suburbia. Oh man! And it never prompted me for the review. I never checked on it, but I think what he did was he just canceled the fare because uh, he knew I was going to give him yeah, one star. If, if they get a, if they fall below five, they're out apparently in the system. This young lady that yeah. that picked me up just last Friday, I was going from the body shop to uh, my home, and she picked me up. She's super sweet, super nice. Probably got to this country a couple years ago. Uh, and I'm not holding that against her because I'm FOB as well. And But I will hold against her when I said left, she turned right. And then Ugh. when I said right, she turned left. And I said, well, this is just right and left. That's a key ingredient to driving. Yeah, it, it makes me think that there's there's no review process or, or driving test. or I mean, how are they getting these UberX drivers? What is that I trust the Uber. I trust because these guys are professional. Yeah. This is their job. But the Uber X people, you know, they they may not have they may have just gotten their driver's license. I this they, lady they just may got her driver's license. Not know license. the language very well. They may they uh, clearly don't know roads. And that's that's always concerns me where I'm like, yeah, just hop on 66 and head into DC. And they're like, uh, okay. Do, do you have the address? Yes. And I'm like, oh no, I really think there's a quality problem with yeah. UberX, and I think that's probably, you know, a lot of their problems probably come from that service. Yeah, low star man. Nobody has the heart to do it. Shannon won't do well, it. My girlfriend, listen. she won't do it at all. She was, I can't do that. And I was like, you have to. Okay, that's so let me tell you. Learn. Let me tell you something about that. What? I don't know if you know this, but the drivers also get the opportunity to rate you. Yeah, I'm a 10. I don't tell them I'm going to low star them. I high five them and welcome to this country and say, this is right and this is left. <laughs> I taught the lady. I said, that's look, the right thing when someone says right, that's that way, left is that way. And I'm sure it's confusing, but that's what it is. I, I have a friend who one starred everybody for, for obvious reasons. They, they sucked. Did she but, tell them that she one starred them? Because I go five stars. Uh, how did you know it was a she? First of all, because anyway. that's what women do, <laughs> and I'm not being sexist. It's the truth. But I'm telling you, she did that for all of these Uber drivers, and rightfully so. 
But at the same time, they would rate her. And then at she could never get an Uber. You don't and show your that, hand. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like she would pull out her phone and be like, I'm going to get an Uber. I'm like, no, I got it. Because <laughs> you, you're going to because they're not going to accept you. They get before they take yeah. that call. They, they look at how many stars you have and they go, F that. I'm not picking you. Yeah, up. they have a choice. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I'm so you got to be careful about the leaving one star you got to give some good ones yeah i well all i do is smile and you know probably do the sign of the cross if it's a really bad driver (laughs) and when we get there i give them i'll give them if they deserve five i'll give them five if they deserve four four one one is usually like you really effed up you know but you know i think maybe we said it before but every time i get out of the car i'm like five stars and he's like oh thanks five stars for you and that and that's what you got to do even if you're gonna give one star go five stars I, and again, if the DC cabs were better and nicer, and they wouldn't, they, they try at least try to return your dry cleaning. I'd be into that. I'd be okay. I'd be okay yeah. with that. But I know I, and I know I can call Uber and say, "This is my driver. What is his phone number?" Or I can have the phone number in my email somehow. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. that's the, the the difference there. That's just that's just me. Uh, you had one more. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk talk to you about. And it's Go ahead. I finally got the details behind it. Um, so. You, if you're into the tech world or you're not, maybe you just watch the news. You hear a lot about net neutrality, right? And yes. what that means. Todd had a, had a great article he sent over about Amazon and how uh, it really broke down how Netflix and the percentage of the net that that uh, or traffic that Netflix is responsible for, and how Amazon is now responsible for some traffic and iTunes and etc. Just broke everything down. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't understand net neutrality until I finally heard it in just like a common, uh, just regular, uh, simple English that I got was that the reason you why- you are going to wait, hold on. You're going to define net neutrality for well, it may not be net neutrality, but what both sides are fighting. No, for. I want to hear this. But both sides this. are fighting for. Right. So if you're a Comcast or Verizon, uh, you're both sides. Who, what is both sides? Both sides. I'm talking about uh, Netflix or an Amazon or anybody that that offers streaming services. HBO right. soon will we'll take about a little bit of, of, of that pipe and as they the go. customers is the other side? No, uh, so that would be the cut. I would be, I would put HBO, Netflix, Amazon Prime, and um, Hulu Plus all on the customer side. This is what I'm talking about. And the op- on the opposite side, I would put your Comcast, your, your Verizon, anybody that has the pipe is that it's actually offering the highway, right? right. So what... Verizon's side of, the, of their fight is basically in Comcast is, look, we've spent billions of dollars, trillions of dollars laying out this infrastructure to bring you Internet to offer this service. And now you've got Netflix, Hulu Plus, Amazon Prime riding, driving on that road that we mm-hmm. built and it's costing us more money to ba- basically maintain that road. And we have to build uh, larger roads and highways simply to service our customers because these services are impacting this roads in, in such a way that we got to keep on investing money. Now, mm-hmm. from Comcast and Verizon side, they're like, well, yeah, we built this highway and people, we, we were going to service certain communities, but all of a sudden this boom came and we're spending more money than we had allocated and forecasted just to keep the service up uh, to the level that our customers are demanding. So... What is your definition of net neutrality? That you don't have to pay. These services shouldn't have to pay. Like you shouldn't have. You don't splice up 
You don't splice up the internet, basically. It's a it's it's a wild west. You don't it's have a slow highway. lane. You don't have a slow that's, lane. Yeah. yeah and so that's it, what it so that basically net neutrality is can can we just create, you know, every bit can it just be equal, right? Yeah. Every bit sent is treated equally. There are no slow lanes, there are no fast lanes. Um, and what we what we want is well, you know. I don't this this issue is so complicated to just try to sum it up. Well, look, in, that's the uh, easiest way to put it. That it's very it's th- very complicated issue. Yeah, but if you if you're Verizon or Comcast and you've spent all this money building these infrastructures and now you've got the Netflix of the world and Hulu Pluses going down your highway, yeah, but, then yeah. you, you're like, okay, they got to pay something because they're actually causing all this damage to the road that we got to fix, right? <laughs> But on, yeah, on my that, end, that is, yeah, you're right. That That is, they're going, oh, uh, how come, and I'm going to read you the actual number, 32% of all the traffic is Netflix. And that's what the article that yeah. I'm reading here. And YouTube is 13%. I thought it would be higher. Regular web is 8%. BitTorrent, so <laughs> if you know what BitTorrent is, 5% of all internet traffic. Facebook is 3%, almost 3%. That's the thing is like, what makes me mad is, you know, startup companies uh, will get penalized. Like just if all of a sudden we get a huge, let's say we have a website, tech411show.com. Yeah. And, you know, all of a sudden we have this massive spike of downloads, right? Yes. Well. Uh, we broke the internet like Kim Kardashian's ass. <laughs> yeah. There, we might have to pay. A lot more money because of that, even though we're not even monetizing the show or monetizing the website. That and we'd sucks. have that would, sh- that'd be horrible. Well, it it's like you want it and then you're like, well, I, I guess I'll have to shut it down because I can't afford what it, whatever it is, whatever it would cost to be in this fast lane. And unfortunately, Comcast did that to Netflix uh, a while ago where they're like, you got to start paying us money or yeah. we're going to throttle you down. And that's not right. I, that's just, I don't know. The, the, and you look at why would Comcast do that? Well, Comcast has all these, all this content but, and they have all this time, the Time Warner. And I think they're, you know, it's like they want, they want their customers to use that. But instead but, we like Netflix and they, they're like, well, how can we, you know, I don't know, make more money. Let, basically what it's all let, about. Let me ask you this. So in the DC area, there's a bunch of toll roads, right? So, yeah. and we're used to it. We've been don't get me started. We've been bent over left and right. Yes. So they're private highways. They're supposed to be public, but they use private money and some public money, the public land, to build these highways. It's like these. Let's say the cable companies or these companies are building the private highways, right? Let's use that analogy. Okay. It's, it's like the cable company goes to Ford because they build a Ford F one fifty. So the toll companies say these Ford F one fifties are really doing a number on our greenway, uh, our private highway. You're going to have to pay more because you're building these trucks. Right. Or pay by the axle. Or pay by the axle. The road does, right? Right? It's, it's mm-hmm. BS. Like, you got into – and how many – how long have they been nickel well, and diming is, us? Well, all right. Don't – toll roads are uh, – they piss me off. Yeah. And they piss everyone off. And But that's and, the analogy I can come up with where, you, where they're, they're basically saying, we built this and now – the bigger trucks, clearly, we they, we have to charge them more because because we can, you know. 
Yeah. But what's the evidence? Like, it just it just doesn't make sense. Like, in the long run, yeah, they know that Netflix is uh, taking 33% of the pipe or whatever. But, hey, man, like, this is where it's all going. Are you going to go after all Here's what bu- This is what bugs me. Okay. Is that I wish you would just pay for your connection speed. And th- that's what it should be, you know? That's what it should be. It should be, well, I want... 10 megabits, I want 100 megabits, no, we, I want a you gigabit, can, I want business 10. class you do, you pay for what you want. And obviously Netflix needs a huge pipe, so they're paying for a big pipe. The problem is, you know, they're only paying one ISP for this big pipe, and so and then it comes off of uh, to a different interconnect onto Comcast so that they weren't they weren't directly connected to Comcast. Mm. So that was the big complaint is they're not seeing any money. Uh, they weren't being paid at all for, you know, all of this traffic that's pouring on uh, to their network. And so I understand that. Point. Wouldn't, wouldn't you, know? you say, though, hey, um, the reason why I have blast from Comcast now is because I don't want my streaming to be buffered. I'm paying you more money so I can access this programming. Well, that's the point is like. Yeah, Comcast is looking at it like we're not making any direct money off of Netflix. But at the same time, they are. They have all of these customers that want Netflix and they're paying extra to get that 100 megabit, yeah. you know, connection. They don't that want to pipe, buffer it. So, they don't want it, you know? So I that's the way it needs to be. You just need to pay access to your your own pipe. And, you know, Comcast is getting greedy. They they have content which you know, that obviously is an issue. They want you to buy uh, their cable boxes. They want you to stream from their networks, not from this independent guy. And and that's where it's it's wrong because the customers are paying for this. We are paying for the bandwidth to the Internet. Yeah. And if I choose to use Netflix 100% of the time or if I choose to use some other service 100% of the time, you should only be charging the customer who's consuming that data, I'm consuming it. It's coming through your network to me. Charge me for it. And if charging me eighty dollars a month isn't enough, then make it a hundred dollars. You gotta charge the end user who's requesting the services. Yeah. I think, and that's what everyone I think. Well, I kept wants. My, my unlimited Verizon. And I continue to upgrade at full price for handsets because I know I use enough internet to murder me outside of that. Now, they shut it down for a reason for AT&T and Verizon and most of these user, these carriers because they, they realized that they were, given, they were giving away too much, right? What do you mean? Say like, it again. Like for the, for the phone internet. Phone uh, internet. If you've got a, um, a connection plan, a data plan, yeah. and you want to stream Netflix all day, unless if you have unlimited or you're not on Wi-Fi, you're going to pay for it. Exactly. So, and, and that is something that, you know, the cable companies have implemented is those caps, those thresholds. Yeah. And they could throttle back users that are abusing the network, right? If I constantly pull down Netflix and stream Netflix 24-7, I'm obviously a customer that you're not making a lot of money off of. Well, do you penalize Netflix or do you penalize the customer? And they, I think they want to penalize everybody. They yeah. want to charge Netflix. They want to charge the customer. But it's just, um, it's horrible things are going to happen if they start creating these lanes on the internet. And they have slow lanes. 
and they're going to put people in them. They're going to put companies in them that are startup companies. You know, a lot of these companies that are built on the internet, built on serving data up on the internet, they're not going to survive if, if they're going to have to pay these massive fees. And I think it's, it makes me mad. Like, let's just keep it to the way it should be, which is you pay for the pipe you want. Yeah. And Netflix, you know, they pay for a pipe to the internet. And granted, you know, they're serving millions of customers on the Comcast network. And, but at the same time, you can't, I, I don't buy the story that Comcast is going, we're losing so much money. No, you're not. You have all these customers paying for that yeah. Netflix. They're just mad that they're not streaming their crappy service. Todd, That's what this is about. The first time I ramped up my internet service was for online gaming because I didn't want any uh, jittering when I was playing Halo online. I sure. remember when that happened. And I said, well, this is great. I'm paying a little bit more, but I don't have that annoyance when I'm online gaming, so I'll do this. And then the second time was when I cut the cord and I was just going all Hulu Plus, all Netflix, all online, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew what I was paying for. Like, I'm willing to pay for that. Yeah, that, and that's the thing is their point of view, the cable company's point of view is, you know, people won't pay they were just, we're not going to pay more. And that's kind of the approach they take is like, we can't charge our customers anymore. And so we have to charge these, these big companies, these other companies that are using, you know, up our bandwidth. And I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Cause at the end of the day, it's the customer that's requesting the data and they're paying for that data. We are paying for the data, whatever we pull down from the internet, we're paying for it. And I don't think um, I don't think Netflix needs to to pay for a faster lane to uh, another person, another network's customers. It, it's it's wrong, and the 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 real problem we have in this country uh, is we have no competition. Yeah. Uh, at most, you probably can choose between Verizon and Comcast. Um, Google Fiber one day, man. One day. In that. What will solve net neutrality is competition. And I, I don't know if this country is ever going to get any real competition, but that's what we need. And then all these problems go away. You know? All right. Yeah. I think we did a decent job of explaining that. I mean, it's a complicated issue. It is complicated. And, you know, two companies have all the customers. They start to set the rules. And that's when the Internet is in trouble. And that's... That's why we have to, to fight to, to, keep, to keep it fair for everyone. And if, if one company is in charge of the whole backbone, we're going to get into trouble. We need serious competition to keep everything normal. And we don't have that. So we need to look towards regulation. Unfortunately, regulations that in this, unfortunately, Congress, Senate can't do anything. Yeah. You look at the FCC, you look at all these we're, other... We're beat down and we live in D.C. Imagine people that don't live in this area and have to read I, all the reports of nothing happening. Nothing happens. It's, it's really sad. It's like we need, because we don't have competition, we need some kind of regulation that says, Comcast, you can't do that to Netflix. You just can't. You're charging all these customers for, and they're deciding what they want to watch on the internet, not you. And... You know, that's it is wrong what they're trying to do. It is wrong what Comcast is trying to do to create these lanes of speed lanes, slow lanes on the Internet. 
and they took the wrong stance. They're like, customers won't pay, don't want to pay for it. And I'm like, I don't know. They're they, paying for it already. I'm getting worked up here, man. It's really upsets me no, I uh, you, because, man. because I, I don't want government regulation. Nobody wants it. But when a couple companies own everything and they start pulling this crap, Monopolies. you kind of need regulation yeah. to, to say, no, you're not allowed to do that. And uh, I wish we didn't. The solution is we need more competition, but I don't even think we can we can do that. We have uh, other ISPs like Sonic who are, who are really, you know, good companies and you believe in them and, you know, they need their fair shot at, at competing against Verizon and Comcast. And if we could pass regulation to make this whole Internet space more competitive, uh, then net neutrality has a fair shot. Mm. Speaking of competition, just briefly before we get to apps of the week, and I also found Mexico's travel warning from the State Department, so I'll give that to oh, you God. as well. Uh, <laughs> More bad news? Uh, no, it's not all bad news. If anybody can handle it, you can. Uh, I'll say uh, I'm not a big Tinder user, clearly, because it came around when I was uh, in a relationship, but I marvel at the way that people find each other on Tinder. I that used are signal. Tinder yes. once. Uh, I remember that... It, I, I thought it was creepy at first, turned out to be one of the biggest hits in the world, so I was wrong. Um, and, you know, millions of people use it now. I have single friends that use Tinder on a regular basis, and they enjoy it. The Tinder app is probably the cream of the crop as far as dating apps out there. But there's a new kid on the block, and she is called Bumble, and it's from the creator, one of the creators, one of the co-founders of Tinder. The shocking part is that this article from Mashable says it looks just like Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> the only, yeah, but there's the only, better people. Yeah, they have different options. So they're touting that their Bumble is a better Tinder simply because of the way that you would interact on uh, their app. They say Tinder's your local uh, meat market bar, and this is a classier joint or classier app. Now, what makes it classier? It says that the only person that can initiate a conversation with in a 24-hour window when you match up like you would on Tinder, but on Bumble, on Bumble, the only person that can initiate a conversation is the female. Oh, that's sexist. That is sexist. Now, yeah. what does it Why say are about they discriminating the men? It's men. Are, are we, we all that bad? Are we a bunch of animals on Tinder when we're on clearly, Tinder? Clearly. Right? So yeah. you have to match up first, and then the young lady or lady in the equation has to reach out to you uh, if you're the gentleman in the equation to connect. Ladies hold the key. Right? That's slogan on bumble ladies hold the key two people like each other and it's a connection but the girl has to make the first move uh, by starting a chat within 24 hours if she doesn't chat the connection disappears forever also not this is going to sound really sexist but you know guys are usually the most forward ones i've met some pushy broads in my life <laughs> And I like that. Women that's, don't typically reach that, out. That's kind of sexy, but women usually don't. They want to be courted. It's nature. Yeah. You know? I, I think that's interesting that the woman has to, to start the conversation. Like I, And if I'm being rude, you can tell me. This, I feel this like this app is for men that want to be run by women. <laughs> run? Like run. Like, you know. Like dominated? Yes. Everyone has a married friend or or you may be this person and the, more power to you. The Rob Spiewax of, of, of I have a <laughs> colleague that works on the Michael Mara show. If you just listen to Tech 401. A I colleague. Do, a colleague. 
and his wife runs everything. And he's fine with that to the point that just a week ago, I found out that he had to borrow money. He's a grown man. He's 40, right. 46 or 45, however old he is. He's in his mid 40s. we named the last show after Rob He's in his mid 40s. He was so scared of asking his wife uh, to buy a new iPad so he could do his daily job that he called his mom and asked to borrow the money to buy the iPad because <laughs> he didn't want to deal with the drama. Oh, my goodness. So if Bumble might be perfect for a guy like Rob Spiewak oh. if he was single. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, though? It's like not really. What a, I, saying, I think you're just making fun of Rob. I've been making fun of Rob for the last three weeks uh, about that. We <laughs> called his mom on there. It was actually great. Did you uh, really? Yes. And and because she's a great woman, you see where where he where he loves so much because she loves him. She's like he needed help. I wanted to help him. I said, aren't you embarrassed that he needed help this way? The man makes his a mom decent bought living. Bought him an iPad. Yes, and he still hasn't paid her back. That jerk. Okay, I don't want to. I digress. I'm I don't saying, know what this app has to do with my Rob's point feedback. is this is that you need kind of an alpha uh, an alpha female to I don't know I know I know a, a handful of women in my life that would never be the first person to actually initiate a conversation on these apps they like yeah, being but courted what, but in order for this app to be successful uh, the lady has to do it yes so it, I think that's interesting I think there's something to this. Because in Tinder and every other dating app that I've ever used in the last 10 years, it's always, uh, and, and I've always like, I've seen both sides. So I've seen my side where you just, oh, I've seen some of your Tinder out. conversations. You send them to me. Yeah, they're uh, funny. No, they're actually hilarious. I'm like, you know, he's not even yeah, trying but I'm, to date I'm on here. there just trying to be funny. He's and just I don't doing shtick. I'm doing shtick. Yeah. It's funny. And so, but you know, it's, it's interesting because that's what you have to do with all these other apps. You have to stand you know, out. The, the, yeah. The strategy uh, for these thing. online dating ads to stand out, yeah. to stand out. And I've gone on dates with some pretty interesting, like, like high quality uh, women who have dated celebrities, like, oh. Oh. and it's really hard to get their attention because this is what I've learned because after I've gone on a date, they've shown me the other side of the picture and I've seen what women have to deal with. And it's thousands of men just there's blasting these, an just these animals, animals just <laughs> stabbing out into the dark with their penis. It's a, and it's just a numbers shooting. game though. It's a numbers they're just, game. It's they're just shooting form letter after form letter <laughs> and they're just shooting them randomly into space and they get thousands of them. Oh and it's my like, God. They must think that men are just all animals. So you're saying from what I've seen, like they, it's it's ridiculous. So I think this is interesting. I actually think this is a good idea. You're in on Bumble. I think it's a good idea. I mean, uh, if if anyone's doing these online dating things, this to me is is great because women are are the ones they're getting tired of this, right? They're getting tired of getting. A thousand Aww. emails and having it's a lot Especially of especially serious like, women ter- that just yeah, want they're, uh, they're, they're looking for a real relationship. Well, I think a lot of women are. Well, there's uh, some women just like to hook up. It's nothing wrong with that. Well, I think there's I think there's like apps for that. Okay, maybe plenty of fish or I don't or whatever. I, mean, I, wouldn't, I don't know, man. You tell me. Well, if I'm, you were I, if you were a single I man, would you that one? If, it was shady. If you right. if if you uh, were a single man, would you? After hearing this conversation, would you 
would you have downloaded Bumble? Um, I look, I as an app developer, I think it's a it's a great idea. I think they're gonna. Uh, I think there's a ton of dating apps out there. Yeah, a lot of competition. Uh, some, are, some are better than others. Um, back in the day, I mean, I I did Match.com. I did. Uh, uh, what's what's the other one? Uh, eHarmony. Yeah, I did that a really long time ago, mm. and I did. Uh, uh, there's fish? another one. No, I online for, one, for a hot second. Okay, and I uninstalled it because it was all just really mm. bad like is there it, one called cupid's corner or something like that oh is that okay cupid oh, is that what it is? That, yeah. that's a great one <laughs> is it okay I so i'm know. i'm saying that's a good one i think tinder was cool i really thought it was cool there's some other ones that are like integrate with facebook and i tried those but i never took any of the stuff serious um but i went on like one date back in the day with tinder and I thought that was neat. Like I was in San Francisco and I was bored one night and I, I ended up meeting this lady who was a contestant on The Amazing Race. Oh, wow. Small world. Had a long conversation with her. Like I'm like Googling her and seeing her on Wikipedia. Like we were going to set up uh, a date. Uh, never happened. But uh, it's just neat because you get to meet people outside of your circle. That's brilliant, and actually. That's awesome. what these... That's what's great about these apps is because, you know, you can only you're, you're in your own circle and you can only date so many people. You shouldn't date anyone in your circle, really. Uh, you know, you need to get outside of your circle. And, and, and that's the be- that's what, you know, these dating apps are great for. But at the same time, they're horrible because they're impersonal and and, you know, women are getting just just barraged with with crap. Mm. spam whatever and so i think this is an interesting idea um i don't know i i like i like it you know but there's just so so many of these apps there's so many of these well, apps I've changed I, my mind maybe, maybe this is the way to go maybe it's not uh for well look they, they, it all sucks because really the best be run cuckolds best, as you would call them it's always better to meet someone in person right yeah that and, never happens anymore though it's yeah, because you're gonna like you only meet people at bars, right? Yeah. I think there's something to this idea. Uh I just don't know if women would do it. You know, it, it they're they're basing their whole company on uh our ladies gonna actually start up a conversation uh instead of getting brought you know, like instead of getting a thousand emails a day, they're basically getting photos and they say you can you can initiate a conversation, but from a guy's point of view, I think uh, I like that. You yeah. know, yeah. You might have, I look again. We gotta we gotta get someone to get on it that's single. We gotta figure out yeah. if it's, it's actually working. Who right. do you know? That uh, could, well, a bunch of interns. I'm sure I could get this on, uh, but uh, but the, uh, they they already have uh, problems. Mac. Okay. No, What's Mac no. It might. Uh, we can get both on. See what happens. Maybe they could probably use a pushy broad in their life. I, I can see that. Uh, all right, yeah, I'll get him on. I'll get him on. <laughs> so you think it's a, nothing but carry speed wax, speed wax on yes, this? Yes, uh... it's people, women telling you what you want when you want it, and I'm fine with that if you're into that. I'm just not into that. Okay. You're not into a woman telling you what to do? No, man, man, that's not my thing. Not my thing. That's not your thing. Not well, it's not my thing anymore. I unfortunately so had this that. isn't going to be your app. Uh, I had that for 21 years of my life, as my mom yelled at me all the time. Okay, uh, and though I love her, and I'll do anything for her. Okay. Uh, before we get to apps of the week, uh, Mexico travel warning. I promise this okay. for all yes. of you out there. 
The U.S. Department of State warns U.S. citizens about risk of traveling to certain places in Mexico due to the threats of safety and security posed by organized criminal groups in the country. U.S. citizens have been uh, the target of violent crimes such as kidnapping, carjacking, and robbery by organized criminals, uh, criminal groups in various Mexican states. For information on security conditions, specific region in Mexico, uh, you can check out their website. They have a link here. Uh, the travel warning replacement. Can you Skype me that link? Because uh, I, I can. Hit, or can you just tell me if uh, La Playa de Mujeres is uh, on there? Yeah, I'm pulling it up as we speak. Okay. Um, I'm guessing like Chihuahua, Ciudad Juarez. Just search for Playa. Playa, Playa. Hold on a sec here. Uh, Guerrero, Acapulco. You're not going to be on that side of the. You're good to go there. Mexico City, clearly that's not you. I'm going to Playa. I'm going to Playa. I'm moving. I'm moving here. La Playa. That means beach. The Playa. The beach. The beach. Playa Mujeres. Uh, uh, excellence. I'm going to the Excellence Playa Mujeres. <laughs> it doesn't get that detailed. It, it doesn't get detailed. By, by like, I just want to know if people at this resort are getting kidnapped. Where do I go? <laughs> no, I'm sure you get a travel advisor. You're going to be fine. <laughs> You're going to be absolutely fine. Are you sure? Because I'm there's positive. a bus ride from the airport. It's like 30 minutes, like anything could happen. Todd, I'm telling you, you're going to be fine. Uh, I, I, if you could bring a wet, can you bring my, weapons? My, no, can you my, fly my with a knife? And sister, what do I do? My brother and sister-in-law went to Cabo San Lucas, and they had a travel warning as well. They just didn't take anything, and they stayed at the resort the entire time. That's what happened. That's what you do. I'm sure there was one for Jamaica when we went. We yeah, just never read about it. You this. have to go from the airport to the resort. Yes, and with that's some what ha- shady bus. Same thing. It's an hour drive to Cabo San Lucas from the airport to the resort. And the entire time you think it's gonna be uh, you know, once upon once upon uh in Mexico, the movie that, that you just sit there, you're gonna get pulled over. That's it. <laughs> that's why I'm so terrified. Yeah. All those movies. I think you're gonna be okay. It says the indications right. of criminal I'll targets think. new are larger vehicles, especially dark colored SUVs. So if you see that <laughs> Dark colored SUVs. <laughs> you got to read this. I'm going like to send it to you right now. Hold <laughs> don't on a second. Take Uber. Uh, apps of the don't week. Take Uber in Mexico. No, don't do that. It's Uber. Um, apps of the week. Go ahead, my friend, and then I'll jump in with mine. Oh, sure. Apps of the week. Okay, Please. let's wrap this up. Um, yeah, because I know you have a good app. I, I can't wait to make fun, fun of Fun Yeah. It's <laughs> fun. Do you remember um, what app? Oh, yeah. No. What, what app am I doing? Do you remember? Uh, you said you were doing something with Motorola before the show. Oh, I love how you remember everything. <laughs> Someone has to. I know. Yep. Um, let me pull it up right now. No it's called. It's something Motorola Connect or Motorola Vision. Something. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's called Motorola Connect. I just didn't know anything about it. I was like, I'd like to learn more about Motorola and see what they're up to these days with Nokia. Well, you know I have the Moto 360. Ah, your watch. You're still using it? Yeah, I'm still wearing it every day. Going away, man. I thought it was like a good month run and you'd be done. Maybe you'd pick it up again no. for another month. I'm digging this. So, okay, the reason I couldn't find it is called Connect. So, But it's the Motorola Connect app. And what's great about it is it lets you customize the watch. So, you know, like the watch face? Yes. You could actually change it from a traditional... Um, analog dial kind of watch to digital, and there's all these different types of typeface. And so one one that I just uh, changed my my uh, watch face, and that's what's great. You bring up the phone, you bring up the app, 
it connects to your watch and you, you can go in and you can customize different things like the watch faces. So I chose uh, my own design and I took a photo of Oscar and I put, you know, the clock arms on Oscar and oh, that is you can, now, you can do that. That's now my, yeah, that's now my, my, like if I take a photo with the watch face, it's your head with the time and the date. Nice. It is nice. That is wild you can, that you can do that. I never you can thought do any, you now, could like do Some that. people may put a beach or like skyline yeah, yeah, clearly. or something. You're but you can make it right now. I get it. I get no, it. No, but you could put like, your you know, your best your friend on the watch. No, you put your kids on there or your wife or, or whoever you want. Sure, your kids yeah. or your best friend. Yeah, you pick yeah, an you image go. or you take a photo and you oh, transfer it over. Oh, I'm kind you, of into you know, this now. It's that. just really nice that you can customize your watch at that kind of level. You I know? never thought you could do that because my logic was that they give you a bunch of different options and then you can download new ones for whatever price you wanted to, but you could never do it on your own. That's yeah, cool. Well, That's cool. You can, and there's, I can't even go into all the details, but I will tell, I just want to tell everybody that um, the Moto 360, like, I'm not a watch guy. But I, every morning I kind of wake up and I'm going, I think I'll wear the watch. Mm. And I put it on. And then I'm at the gym and I'm like, I think I'll measure my heartbeat. And then it tells me how many steps I walk every day. So it's like it's that combination of Fitbit, health stuff yeah. combined with real-time notifications. So I, I kind of like the watch. And this app uh, lets you just customize the hell out of it. So it's pretty cool. Appreciate that, man. It's the holidays. I'm sure people are picking up some presents. Uh, you know, you might think twice about some of these. Though I, I feel like some people are, are waiting for Apple's watch. But again, clearly, we'll see. We'll see. What but if happens. you're an Android guy, yeah, I think this is as good as it gets in terms of watch because I've had other watches that were Android. What this, model do you have again? Moto 360. Okay. It, and it's just a, it's a great watch. They did a and they recently updated it in the battery life actually improved which is you know usually the opposite when when you see an upgrade coming along you're like oh no there goes the battery but no they've made some great improvements since uh, i first got this watch so uh, i highly recommend cool. it well i'm impressed man uh my app of the week is actually for you uh you family family men and women out there that may have uh, daughters or or sons or nieces or nephews if you're going to travel Especially for the holidays, children, uh, little little people, uh, probably little, ages little humans, uh, probably ages four to eight. I oh. bought, I bought this application for my niece you and nephew. It. I bought it on iTunes. It was four ninety nine. Uh, it's called Princess Story for my niece Sophia. And you may wonder, well, Oscar, what does Princess Story do? <laughs> Princess Story allows the little uh, little guy or girl in your life to use her imagination and work on their voiceover skills at a very early age. So oh. they give you all the top tier princesses from uh, Disney, and then they give you a storyboard, and they either tell you what to say, or you can do a free play where you just get a setting and you can create with it. And I'll play you the first video or narration that my niece and I uh, did where I was playing uh, the beast and she was the beauty. Now. Work with me here. Try not to make fun of me, Todd, please. I, oh, all right. I'll just be a good listener. Saved stories. Please. I'm going to save stories. There's about 20 of these uh, because she really got into it yep. with my nephew. Wow. But this is great. Beauty and the Beast in the Forest. Okay. 
Hi, princess. How's your day going? What are you doing in the woods all alone? That's me. <laughs> Waiting for you. Is that deer over there your deer, or can I eat him? There's a deer in the background. No. Now, is it altering your voice? No, I, that I, I, I was doing. Uh, I was doing a. Uh, oh, you're doing a character voice. Um, yes. I got a food. That's for you here. Oh, so I can't eat the deer because you made me a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Where's your brother Luca? <laughs> I am here. There's Luca. Oh, you're behind oh, the rock. Third okay. voice. Let's all go hang out in the woods together. Goodbye. Oh, that was Your voice is so creepy. It's like, oh, yeah, it's come, creepy. come down to the van, white van, <laughs> in the woods, kid. Come I, see me. Don't buy the Tonight panel, when man. Parents go to sleep. <laughs> I have candy. <laughs> but as kids do, it's creepy. They man. picked it up so well that I was actually blown away by the amount of work. I mean, okay, so this is like a, an, uh, I want to say 20 minutes later, right? They made this little video. And I'm not going to play the whole thing, but you, I think you'll see exactly how everything goes from that. I'm looking forward it to it. sunny day in the kingdom. <laughs> Princess Aurora was in the Who's that? Hall, that's just the narrator. At the impressive oh, pictures that's of real video ancestors. Yeah. Hello. I'm Sleeping Beauty. I'm looking at pictures. <laughs> and I love how they look. I wish my prince could, Prince Philip could come here and see. So you get the gist, right? Yeah, they just I get start the gist, talking, right. and for hours they're doing storyboards, and I was so blown away. And for four bucks, they're using their imagination, and you can't go wrong. It's called Princess Story from Disney. Enjoy it, and you're welcome. Wow, what's the size on that thing? Like a petabyte? Oh, I. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm not a pedophile. Do you I have space saying. for that? Uh, it's, you got to put it on an iPad, I imagine. You can do it on your phone. You got to have some space, though. Yeah, like a, big, like a, lot a big panel of space. van. Yep. Really awkward, though. Uh, I don't Will know. It work in a... I thought we were going to. I thought. Band down I by thought, the river. I thought you were going to be like, hey, this is great. Uh, I've clearly crept you out. No, I mean, you know, I think parents will love this. I really do. But at the same time, it sounds like a, quite a commitment. You know how you know how parents are. They like want to just stick their kid in front of an iPad and walk away, not have to interact. But it sounds like they have to like interact with with the child. Well, and that goes got, against yeah, yeah. why you bought them the iPad in the first place. Yeah, uh, I just thought it was it was cool because my niece is super shy and Luca isn't. And for her, like you could see the difference between the first video where she's like kind she didn't know exactly what's going on and then there's like there was 30 videos on there where they were just making new stories and making things up it was pretty wild so you know i think i think that's good because i i i was just had an early thanksgiving uh dinner with um, my brother's kids and and they play these awful games awful. <laughs> like and i made them watch the south park uh about micro pay and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Premium isn't free. I saw that. Yeah. And so I made him want, and I told him, cause like he's playing like magic, uh, the gathering oh. and it, it's a card game. Oh, and I know what it is. Yeah. She's playing this, uh, this stupid virtual villagers and, and, and I just don't get it. I'm like, you, at least with your app, there's, there's like creativity. Involved. Yeah. There's interaction. Imagination. And, and I, well, magic, the gathering, you use your imagination. It's just not, no, no, you don't. You, you don't put out cards and then you, the, no, no, no creativity. Okay. I hate that game. No. Is there a six sided die? 
there's it's like yeah it's like dungeon masters or whatever okay. it's called yeah dungeons and dragons no it's like they have it you have 20 hit points or whatever and you're gonna I, it looks like you really know this game Todd. well no i had to play it for an hour and a half last night and i'm just like kids today play the worst games ever yeah they're not cool at it, all. It's hard There's to find cool. something. It's hard to find something that you want hard to, to find. There's thousands of pieces of crap out there and they're all playing the worst, crappiest games. So I applaud you, sir, for at least finding something that allows creativity and interaction. I think Borderline, you know, creepy uncle. I get it. But <laughs> what well, would you make that voice? I had that's to go horrible. into character beast. You know, I, was trying I to don't beast. know, man. You're, you don't do very good voices. Sorry. <laughs> that's you're not the first person to tell me that. That's a that's a fact. All right, yeah, that's my good. app of the week. You can get that good. on uh, on your iTunes app store. I see. I just love it when you when you take the extra effort and you plug in to the soundboard and we can hear. You know, that's good. Thanks, I want you man. to do more of that. Thanks, man. I'll, I'll I'll take that into. I'll put that right right in my notes. Sure. All right, well, that's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's wrap this uh, this show up. I don't know. Did we go long? Uh, yeah, we're at an hour and three minutes, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Well, we'll cut probably most of that out. No, uh, what are you talking about? It's, it's bonus content. <laughs> so let's see. What plugs do we have? What plugs do we have? Did uh, you relaunch your, your uh, marketplace? I did. I did. Thanks for bringing that up. The whitenoisemarket.com has been something I've been working on for months. It's launched. It's now stable. And if you're a white noise user, if you have the white noise or white noise light app, you can actually just click on download new sounds and it'll launch you to the website and you can log in with Facebook or Google, leave comments, check out our latest sounds. They're all free. And you know what would be great is if a few folks could just log in and download the latest feature sound, maybe leave a few comments. Let let me know that you're actually listening. That would be awesome. Solid. Um, my uh, plug is for Tech for One show on iTunes. Download it. Give it five stars. Subscribe to it. Whatever you do. And a, a quick bonus segment for old Tomo over here. I'm still loving Springer, man. I know that. Uh, I don't know if you're if you're bullish on it. I still play it. And if you're out there, I think I'm up to 83 friends on Game Center. It's really cool when the requests come in. Just look for Oscar Santana. You can't miss me. Oscar Space Santana. And I will Space be or underscore? What is space. It? It's just a space. People will write oh, okay. one name and it's, it's not together. It's just like you would write a name. Awesome. Oscar Santana. Cool. Yes. Thank cool? you for playing it. Yeah, you man. Know, I love it. Uh, I, that's my, I'm still I, bullish on it and I'm hoping Google will feature it pretty soon. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I That's my uh, when I want to take a mental break. I play. I play uh, when you, Springer. So. Yeah, when you're when your data plan, you've already downloaded your petabyte. You know, you're out of data plan. You can play Springer without a data plan. Yeah. It's I, in a in a white van down by the river with ice cream in it. Um, okay, <laughs> Lots yeah. of candy. So. All right, that's it for our show. Hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech Four One One. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.